coming to you from Rockingham, IPL Radio. And we're back. It's just about 2.30 on IPL Radio. Um, and we have a special guest on the line. Should be Taryn from uh, WA Association of Mental Health. Taryn, are you there? Yes, I am. Hello. Hello. How are you going? I'm well, thank you. How are you? I'm good, thanks. So uh, you're here with myself, Tris, um, Sarah and Ashley. Um, and yeah, we wanted to talk to you about the awards coming up. Yes, yeah. So these awards are hosted by the WI Association for Mental Health on behalf of the Mental Health Commission, uh, have really become an annual highlight on the mental health sector calendar, both as an important opportunity for awareness raising in the general community, as well as an opportunity to acknowledge some of the great stuff that's happened um, within the community, as well as the specialist mental health sector uh, in the in the previous year. So it's a real highlight of our calendar, and it's really become uh, a signature uh, celebratory event that WAM is very uh, pleased to be able to present to the community each year. That's amazing. And you've got different categories as well. Can you um, take us through some of the categories you've got? Yeah, we've got a number of, uh, we've got a lot of categories and we've had a couple that have emerged in the last couple of years, um, really providing an opportunity to diversify the recognition that we're able to make. So, for example, uh, a couple of years ago, the Commissioner for Children and Young People in WA uh, worked with us to create the new Mentally Healthy Education Award. And that's been a great opportunity for schools and other educational institutions to put themselves forward for some of the work that they're doing in their school communities uh, and institutions to be able to respond to mental health. So that's always a really exciting one to watch and, and been great to see there in particular lots of regional engagement in that one. Um, we've also had in the last couple of years the Chamber for Minerals and Energy in WA uh, sponsoring the Mentally Healthy Workplace Award. And that's been, as many people will, will know and many of the listeners in your particular community who um, who are FIFO workers will recognise that, you know, the, the mineral and energy sec- sector, particularly with FIFO workers, has had a lot of coverage of mental health issues, grappling with some of the particular challenges that come with doing things like FIFO. Mm. So it's really been great to see the, changer, the Chamber play a real leadership award a real leadership role, sorry, um, in wanting to recognise uh, what what employers are doing to help create mentally healthy workplaces across um, across lots of industries, and so that's that's also been a really positive development in the last couple of years. That, that's uh, really actual- exciting that more companies are re- recognising a good mental health um, employer means better, happier employees, but it also means for their perspective, um, less money spent on, you know, advertising new roles because people have left. That's right. And and really, you know, we spend so much of our time at work. Work is such an important uh, part of our lives in terms of social connection uh, and valued roles as well as in, uh, income, the important role of income in our lives. But, yeah, it's mental, you know, em- employment is such an important part of um, the fabric of our community and also the social licence of, of really important sectors to our state to operate. So recognising the impact, both uh, positive and potentially challenges that our workforces are 
our workplaces can provide to us uh, and the costs that are there for the community, but also to individual employers if we don't have good things in place, is really, really important to recognise. And it's really, really positive to see employers taking a responsibility for this and not not re- relying on, on, I guess, being um, told that they need to play a greater role. Of course, there's occupational health and safety obligations, but this opportunity to really take that leadership and responsibility is um, is really welcome to see industries taking that that leadership. Um, Lifeline also, um, you know, their important work uh, around supporting the community. They've uh, sponsors again this year for our promotion or prevention award, um, and actual belong commit as well. Um, long time long term partners of the mental health awards. So we've got some really great partnerships across the different awards as well, where organisations are really wanting to um, demonstrate their alignment and support with different mental health priorities in the community. Amazing. Uh, um, so it, you can go for individuals or companies, is that right? That's right, organisations, yes, um, organisations or individuals. So, for example, the Minister's Award, which is a, a new um, addition to our lineup last year, uh, is, re- is is probably the, a really opportunity to, to, uh, to recognise individual leadership uh, in the sector and across mental health. So that's one that's uh, really for that, you know, wanting to celebrate some of that standout leadership um, often at the individual level. So that's a, a new one that we're really excited to continue again this year with new Minister Amber Jade Sanderson. Um, that's an important one as well. Um, and we also have a diversity award this year sponsored by the Roshana Care Group, which is, um, you know, recognising the work that's done to respond to the, the dif- very different uh, mental health needs and social determinants of mental health that exist across cultural and linguistically diverse communities, um, re- regional and remote communities, uh, LGBTQI plus communities. So that, that diversity category has been a, a really important one as well and of course we also have a media award um so you know particular shout out to uh anyone who's got some stories that they'd like to put forward around how news media in western australia is um i guess contributing to public discussion around mental health uh and uh that's a a really important one that you might yourself like to consider Is, is that a new award I've not seen. Uh, no, that's been in place for uh, that's been in place for a few years now. Oh. Um, I have to say, it probably has been a, a harder one for us to get um, traction and raise the profile of that one. Mm. Um, one that we have often, you know, it, we haven't seen the same level of nominations um, on that one that we that we have in the that we do in some of the other categories. Um, so, but it was good to see the um, one of the uh, regular op-ed pieces or um, colleagues in the West recognise the importance of the awards. So um, as a way more generally of acknowledging contributions to mental health, but it would really be, um, I guess, an important opportunity for us to see more uh, reflective discussion on how mental health is covered, not just around how we cover things like um, mental health awareness, which is, you know, probably one of the easier things to find ways of, um, of, of selecting ideas and putting those forward, but also how when mental health is in the news, how are we covering those things? How uh, is the news media covering some of those topics that are perhaps a little bit more challenging uh, and ensuring that we make sure that we're exploring some of those diverse experiences in ways that aren't contributing to the stigma uh, of mental health, particularly uh, those people that have, um, I guess, more what, what sometimes gets called more complex presentations of mental health. Yeah. Um, so, for example, in, in areas like homelessness and, um, and 
other things like are we talking about uh, mental health and the role that it can play uh, in a way that's respectful and doesn't doesn't further add to to stigma, which in the news space can sometimes be challenging. I, I think so because a lot of the media, um, you know, they their priority is to sell um, listen, you know, get more listeners and stuff like that, and. And sometimes it can be easy to sensationalise something. And when you're talking about mental health, um, particularly in suicide, that can be quite dangerous. Yeah. And I think there's some areas around mental health where, you know, there's a lot of progress that have been made. You know, for example, how we talk about anxiety and depression and some of the more, um, I guess, commonly understood or more easily, you know, those those things that people find it much easier to identify. Mm. Um, but I think in, there are other uh, other experiences of, um, of mental health that I think we still struggle as a community to talk about and to talk about in a way that also um, allows us to celebrate the opportunities for recovery um, and so the and and the way that people can really live amazing lives and be supported to um, have a good recovery that that responds to lots of different aspects of their lives I think there's there's more that we could do to reduce the stigma of some of those more complex presentations of mental health and of course um, youth focus are, are our sponsors again this year for the innovation for change award so this is an award that recognizes where there has been uh, a new development or a new a new innovation um, that has contributed and, and made space for some positive development in relation to change within organisations or within systems. Awesome. And you still have the lived experience um, uh, category as well? Yes, we do. And this is one that um, very importantly is sponsored by the WA Mental Health Commission. So as an agency, the Mental Health Commission plays has always played since the time it was created a really important role and, and I think um, historically a leadership role in celebrating the importance of bringing a lived experience voice to the way that we uh, design services and develop policy. Um, and that has been very much, I think, one of the things that um, – is, is incredibly important in, in mental health and I think mental health has played a, a very strong role in demonstrating that when we involve people with lived experience and give them um, some authority and voice and opportunity to really contribute to things, we can see much better solutions emerge out of that. Um, my background before mental health was in disability, same, same, same issues where we know that when we value those experiences and we take time to listen and to support people to be active contributors to uh, what happens at policy making and decision making tables? We really um, get get much better outcomes because we're getting things that um, respond to people's needs. So uh, it's very important to WAM in particular as a peak body. We bring together not just the non-government community mental health sector, but also people who have a lived experience, either themselves or as a family member or carer. So that's one that's very particularly important to us and great. Um, it's an important one that we we always work together collaboratively with the Mental Health Commission on. Um, because it's really important to us that their role in celebrating and empowering lived experience voices is um, is acknowledged. So applications uh, for the awards is still open. I understand you can nominate for free. There is no cost associated with nominating anyone? Yes, that's right, yes. Nominations close on the 30th of June. And, uh, yes, absolutely no cost to nominate, to nominate yourself or to nominate um to nominate a colleague or a community person that you see doing awesome things in the community. Um, it, the awards are an incredibly competitive awards, I have to say. We um, receive a huge amount of nominations each year. And I think, and I've seen that, we've seen that grow in the last four years, absolutely. And I think that's because the level of awareness and recognition 
recognition in the community of mental health and how it impacts every aspect of people's lives and how every aspect of our life can either make our mental health better or um, or put it at risk is really demonstrated in how people engage with this, but also with our uh, Mental Health Week each year in October. Um, and I think, you know, these days mental health, the Mental Health Awards are about far much more than just looking at what happens within mental health services. Um, this is much more um, about recognising also what happens out there in the community because everything's connected um, and and really that, that level of interest and, and desire that people have to celebrate the contributions that they've made themselves. Um, and it's really important that when we've done good stuff and we've had a good impact that we actually do take that time to, to celebrate what we've done ourselves but also to um, take that moment to, uh, you know, shine a light on the work of someone else in your community or in your workplace that uh, that you've seen do good things. It can make a huge difference to, like, if you're nominating maybe your therapist or someone in your community services, um, you know, they're as far as they're concerned, they're just kind of doing their job. It's often people in that sector don't get recognised. And that's the thing I love about mm. the awards is that it is that opportunity for people that are doing really good work and changing lives um, to get recognised for that. That's right. And I think we, you know, I think there's, it's really important to provide lots of ways of recognising that. And, you know, in in the community services sector, the, the levels of pay compared to some of the other industries in our state, like mining, for example, uh, are really low. And we've seen, particularly through the pandemic, just how essential our frontline services that are out there supporting people in the community, uh, our health system, but of course, our aged care workers where, you know, aged care, people with people experiencing mental health issues because of low loneliness and other things in, in aged care, um, the work that's happening to support our home, you know, people who are experiencing homelessness through this time, any opportunity that we can give to acknowledge and celebrate the huge amount of work that that is are done by by people working in these sectors in their communities, because we don't always value it um, in the in in the way that we should in terms of um, uh, of how much we contribute and how much we pay for that for that very very important work, um, childcare, education, all of those spaces where we're actively shaping the lives of people now and into tomorrow, and that's important work to to it's important that we demonstrate that we value that work, um, and so it's a great honour for us to be able to um, take this moment each year in the awards um, and to see the feedback I get about the event each year, both on the night and afterwards, uh, is always really, really positive. People really value that opportunity to um, celebrate uh, each other as well as to take a moment to be together and to kind of recognise that there is some really awesome stuff happening out there. And if you do nominate someone for one of the awards, uh, is there a way of communicating do the recipients know? Do they know? Do they find out that they have been nominated? Um, oh, I'm not sure about that bit actually, but we do share the finalists. Um, I think that I'm sure there. I'm sure there would be. Mm-hmm. Um, but we we do have we do announce the finalists for the awards during Mental Health Week, right. um, which occurs in October. So that's always again another really um exciting opportunity to take that time during Mental Health Week to um share with the community who those finalists are. Um, and so that's something to keep to keep an eye. Out. But I'm sorry, I didn't I don't have an answer for that one. I'm sure there is. I'm sure we do. <laughs> so what's the process? Obviously, we we mentioned that the um voting is still out until the end of June. Um, mm-hmm. So then do all the nominations go into like a panel and they whittle down the finalists or...? 
Yes, that's right. So um, we we invite a number of different stakeholders with different kinds of experience um, in the uh, in in relation to mental health or in relation to the particular area that the category relates to. Um, and of course, the the sponsors have a, a you know a, a, a can be a part of that as well. Um, and so it is it is um, like all of these things. There's a there's a bit of a panel process to it, um, and there's some different you know criteria as per the um, the invitation to nominate that we're looking at each application for in terms of the things that the award is seeking to celebrate. Um, and then those things are all kind of put together and um, and then uh, we use those ratings to help us figure out who those who those final uh, those finals are. Um, and it's a very competitive process. it's a, it's actually a really significant amount of work um, and the people that work with us to help to uh, assess those um, really do put in a lot of work on a voluntary basis and to each and every one of them, we extend our great appreciation for that support because it is quite a quite a massive task, especially in some of those ones that um, that attract uh, a really huge amount of nominations. Um, so yeah, we, we we don't do it by ourselves. We we have partners that work with us to. Um, to review those and it really um it's just so exciting to see that there is so, such a significant level of engagement that's really awesome and so when the finalists have been chosen obviously then the judges make the decisions um when is the actual awards night uh, the awards night is on Friday, the 25th of November. Uh, this year we're holding it in the Grand Ballroom at the Pan Pacific. Um, and so that's where the event – and tickets are available. Um, the tic- we, we, tickets are publicly available for sale um, as well. So it's a really – it really is a good night out. If you check out um, either the website or even our Facebook page, you can see some of the photos of, um, of previous awards. It really is a fantastic event. Very positive vibe. Are the tickets available now for people to buy? Um, You've got me on the hop there. Um, I'm just looking at the – I can't tell you off the top of my head. No worries. We'll we'll put a link. If if it is available, we'll put a link in the um, description when we we post this. Yep. Um, Yeah. So it would be good to get – does it usually sell out pretty fast, the, the awards? Um, yeah, it is because um, you know because all you know people that have nominated and particularly finalists will all be chasing down tickets as well. And we sometimes see really large groups, you know, like a whole team coming together um, and buy and 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 getting tickets and all coming along together. Um, and so yeah, we can we um yeah it, it it's a very popular event. It usually does sell out. Um, and yeah, it's a it's really I, I can't. I can't commend it enough to people. It's a really good, as an awards format, you know, we've really tried to get that good balance with allowing everyone the chance to have that celebration and networking opportunity um, with taking that time to share the to share the insights of the particular award nominees as well. So we think we've created a really positive event yep. and uh, I really encourage you all to have a look, uh, think about who you might like to nominate and uh, consider coming along and joining us. Awesome. Fantastic. That's great. Stuff. And I love the fact that, you know, it is about recognising uh, people in the community that are doing um, a really good job and, and helping to um, change lives, really. Yeah. And look, I think, you know, everywhere, I think, you know, perhaps WA has been a bit slow to realise some of the mental health impacts of COVID, you know, um, the, the, the pandemic, um, and you know, and obviously we came through it with a very different experience to lots of others, but there is no doubt in my mind that the pandemic has 
impacted mental health in WA. Um, you know, it, it, it perhaps has impacted in the kind of social determinants way, in the way that others have because of lockdowns and, and economic disruption. But we really are at the beginning too of, of observing the long-term impacts that the disruption has caused. And I really think it's important as a state that we take this, this opportunity to recognise that, you know, in times of uncertainty, in times of significant change, in times of significant pressure, such as we're seeing as you know, businesses struggle with, um, you know, constantly having to adapt and change and struggling with things like um, workforce demands as well. Um, the disruption that's been caused by COVID is definitely something that we see and hear the impacts of yeah. in the community as people, businesses looking for, for training and support um, on how to, to um, de-escalate situations because the community's been feeling a bit uptight or anxious as they interact with businesses and deal with people's frustrations. Um, some of the uncertainty and, I guess, anxiety that many young people feel about the future because of the many disruptive things that are that are shaping life. We really do need to to understand and start to talk about the way um, the way that life is being affected by the the longer term impacts of um, of any kind of change. And so it's really important that through the awards and other opportunities that we that we start to explore and understand what we call the social determinants of mental health, which is you know how the quality of our relationships, the security of our housing, having good jobs that everyone can have access to. All of those things are just such an important part of giving every Western Australian the best opportunity to have good mental health. Absolutely. Um, and I do recommend, um, yeah, people just check out your website and if there's anyone they want to nominate, it is really good to give something back to to nominate them. Um, how do they nominate? What's your website? Is it on there or...? Yes, if they uh, go to WA Mental Health Awards, pop that in your Google search, that will take you to our website, which will have all the information that you need and contact details. There is an awards category, categories nominate now link, and you should find everything that you need. You'll find a, a link there for each of the individual awards, and you'll see a little bit of an overview of each of the different uh, award categories. Um, and then uh, there's also a contact us button on there. So if you have any further questions or you can't easily find the information that you're looking for, give us a buzz uh, or send us an email and you can find those details uh, at contact on the contact us tab. And uh, yeah, you've got a couple of weeks left, 10 days in fact. Um, so yes, really looking forward to seeing um, what exciting nominations we have again this year. That's amazing. And we'll touch base with you down the track, especially for um, mental health. It could be good to get you back in um, just to talk about the kind of things that you've got going for that week. Yeah, well, this week's theme is all about the connection between the physical and the mental. So what we, what, what I mean by that is that our mental health is very uh, significantly shaped by our physical environment. So uh, both in terms of the, you know, we're hearing a lot more these days about environment, climate change and mental health, mm. um, your physical housing uh, and, and how secure that is impacts mental health, our diet impacts mental health, uh, and of course also things like trauma, um, the, the you know, people's experience of trauma that impacts us both physically and mentally. So that's our theme for this year. So check it out on WA Mental Health Week. And yeah, I'd love to talk more about that theme with you at another time and uh, the things that we have planned uh, for Mental Health Week this year. Awesome. Thank you for joining us today, Taryn. We really appreciate your time. Um, You're welcome. And yeah, we will be in touch in the next few months to talk about Mental Health Week and, and follow up about the awards. Great. Thanks very much. Thank you. Bye.
Bye. So that's the uh, West Australian Association for Mental Health. Yep. So get on their website and um, and, and it, I've I've yeah. had a look myself. Just as um, as we were we were talking, the nomination process um, you can do it all online. It's fairly easy easy to follow. So um, get your nominations in by the thirtieth of thirtieth of June. You've only got ten days to um, to nominate someone. So we do recommend that you um, jump on there fairly soon and and. Uh, Nominate someone and we'll be back um, just after this. Coming to you from Rockingham, IPL Radio.